How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Oh, it certainly is. And all hail the Australian cricket team on top at the oh. moment. Third test at indoor. Eight for 106 India are. See, I don't know what to make. Hello, Scott Sattler, by You the way. are red hot, you are. I've always... Both you and Matty Rogers whinged <laughs> about the Queen's Australian cricket side last night. Mm. And here you are wax, waxing lyrical about how great they are. Daddy, Daddy Vass, welcome to the studio. That's Cohen, say, our producer. Say, Hello, it's boys. A terrific pitch. So, what do you make? And I have said, all, I'm just going to ignore your stupid and uneducated uh, comment then, because I have said all along, I've been very impressed with the Australian bowlers. Hasn't mm-hmm. been, apart, apart from Pat Cummins, just not bowling in that last test when we had him seven for 50. No, listening to Mark Waugh, where he had a, just during the break, he. It was showing some footage of, of the pitch itself. There's a little bit of patch of green in the middle, but where the batter's, where the batter's line is, um, he's showing slow motion. When the ball hits the pitch, the surface and the dust that comes up with it, Yeah. he said if they get 120 runs, when Indy, they'll be going really well. Uh, he just says it's just not a, it's not a test standard pitch. But we're not going to complain because at the moment, at eight for 106, uh, the Indians, Australian – Lyon and Kuhneman and Murphy have been outstanding. Spinners yeah. causing India absolute headaches. Mm. All right, mate. Thanks for throwing that in there. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready for him to talk. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shh. Mm. Just at the moment. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, just Matty Hayden caught it before the starter play. He said, this is going to turn more than the first turn. I've gone, oh, God. Mm. This is going to be over in two, two days. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SCN Track, SCN Fanatic, and the SCN app. What do you think of the Aussies' performance and this pitch so far? 0457-736-736-01300-01170. Sats, you are super excited. We are one more sleep <sighs> away from the start of the NRL season. We're now, playing golf tomorrow morning, and I'm doing sh- that. I haven't told anyone at work. I'm doing that. I'm doing that just because. <laughs> Seriously. I'm doing that because I just want to be able to get four or five hours of the day out of the way waiting for the, for the game. Our bosses don't listen to the show. That's all right. Do you want to start again? I've let this, this one slide. I've changed meetings this around. This is a pre-record, so just let's yeah. start again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, um, yeah, no, we are. But but the thing is tonight, you've just got to find some time to have a snooze because you'll be useless to us tomorrow I won't night. sleep tonight. You have to. I'll catch up on Mayor of Kingstown, uh, your, your Honour. Mm. Um, Mayor of Kingstown is probably the greatest show on television what is At wrong the with, moment. What's wrong with these TV networks? They go, oh, that's a good show. No, we won't put that on because we're going to put Big Brother on. Like, seriously, why isn't that on a commercial network? Mm. It's like The Shield. You ever watched The Shield? No. <laughs> it is the best show. Is it? Alongside Banshee, I've seen. Now, I've got to get into Banshee. Your mm. honour's a bit slow, I'm sorry. It's a bit well, slow. It's probably a little bit... It's a... Too intelligent for you. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah. Uh, I've got Daddy Vass. Uh, Cohen, welcome to the show, our producer. Jeez, our, our listeners love you as Daddy Vass. And if you're wondering why he's called Daddy Vass, that's his TikTok handle. Mm. All you that, need now is like a big clock around your neck. I think all the stations now have had a mink coat. <laughs> yeah. Have caught on to this. It's, yeah. We have new listeners every day, mate. So yep. don't educate us on how the that's biz works. what happens works. in the biz. That's right. It's called hook and tease. 
Now, Daddy Vass, I need you to write some notes down because uh, we've got an update on the feud between Scott Sattler and the North Queensland Cowboys oh, we coach, do. Toddy Payton. Yes, oh, we do. Oh, it's a stitch-up, is it? Uh, so you, you're actually on your email today, but you probably just deleted it. Um, it's uh, Toddy Payton mm-hmm. has agreed to finally come on our show yep. and talk to us because for those who have just joined our show, Sat's picked the Cowboys to come last last year and his good mate Todd Payton said, that's it, I'm never going on that show again. And that that's the truth. Mm. He's now told us today that he will come on the show. I told you this two days ago, but you didn't uh, believe me. No, anyway. I didn't. I didn't. As long as you pay Pete Bedell the 100 bucks you owe him. Yeah. So oh. when are you going to pay that up? Toddy Payton can get stuffed. Okay? <laughs> he claims to be a great dancer. He's a crap dancer. Best dancer over 105 kilos. Toddy Payton. We'll never hear Toddy Payton on this show again. I'm just saying I'm can, not paying my $100. Can I just clear something? Yeah. Did you guys speak... Off air between when you said that last year and to this email that we received today. Yeah, yeah, we've spoken a few times. Okay. Yeah. By text, and you ran into him at Seabus, didn't you? Because uh, the coach's box was next to our commentary box. No, no, I um, I ran into him in Townsville. Oh, did you? I went to some boxing. At the Mad Cow? No, I wish it was. I wish it was. Um, yeah, we won't be having him on the show. And, and I'm fine with that. We'll just go around him. We'll just, we'll, we'll just continue to interview everyone around the club. Okay, so we'll we'll marshal the troops. Was it an awkward encounter, as the youngins say? No, anyway, he wouldn't know. He's too Can I just tell ignorant. Toddy's Toddy and the communications man, Benny. Okay, yeah, great yeah, yeah. guy. They're just playing woogie. Okay, <laughs> they're playing woogie, and he doesn't okay. see it. So what we need to do, uh, Daddy Vass, yep. make a note Monday. Can we get Pete Bedell on the show? Right up. Uh, or even tomorrow, quickly. Well, actually, tomorrow, because we've got to try and work out how Sats makes this payment. Mm. If Sats refuses to pay Pete, who needs the coin, he's scratching around for every cent yep. he can find. Mm. Um, we have to start a GoFundMe. And it's a GoFundMe to get Todd Payton onto Sports Day. And I'm serious, mate. I'm not letting your jerk comments mm. ruin a relationship with possibly the greatest coach to ever coach in the NRL. Yep. And dance and 110 kilos. So All right. Sats has got the cash. Yeah, I've got oh, the no, cash. Oh, no, I can pay it, but I'm just not going to because... Should we ask Beck? Because she earns more money, your yeah, wife. She does, actually. <laughs> she should, does, actually. Should we ask the miss Yeah. <laughs> the breadwinner. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So you got that? Pete yeah, Bedell, yeah. Bedell tomorrow. Monday. No, I'll get him on tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow, right on. See if we can get him on tomorrow and we'll sort it out. We'll get the 100 bucks. We'll let Pete know about it. Maybe Peter will write a story, put some pressure on... On old squeaky bum over here, mm. and we'll get the hundred bucks. You made the bet, pay him. No, I'm just doing it out of spite now. Toddy Payton, we appreciate you trying to get back on the show, and that's that's an amazing effort. Um, got a great guest on the show today. The man, probably the only man to ever put Payne Haas on his backside. <laughs> He's a good player, Martin Tupu. Tapu. Tapu. Yep. Joining us, it's Martin Formerly Tapau. Martin Tapau, yeah. He'll be joining us. Uh, very well. Can you I and- just say he's he's one of the most intelligent front rollers I think I've ever spoken to. To be yeah, honest, yeah. Well, the reason you say that is well, we, we spoke to him last year, but also you and Matty Rogers caught up with him yesterday. Yeah, and we're going to hear that chat. So he is very intelligent, mm. and and can I just say, very loving. Yeah, and I don't want to give much away. I reckon he'd be a cuddler. You know, in rugby league, there's- what? In rugby league, there's the people who you can't go anywhere near. Mm. They're just not affectionate at all after a try or something happens. Then you've got the cuddlers, the ones that run in and cuddle. Then you've got the butt slappers. 
You would have been a butt slapper. I was a butt slapper. Yeah. You used to stick your bum out, didn't you? <laughs> Just to see if you get a wayward hand. I used to hand. stick one of my cheeks out of the bottom of my footy shorts. But yeah, I was a butt slapper. Fletchy boy. Brian Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was a don't come near me. He was like, a, you know, everyone mill around me, but don't don't hug me. Joel Kane, our good mate. He was a hugger. Massive hugger. By the way, Kuhneman's got Pfeiffer. India, nine for 108. We will be batting shortly. And again, you've got to judge a pitch once both teams bat twice, right? That's the judge old saying. Judge a pitch by its cover. <laughs> Drives. <laughs> You're right. Uh, um, it was funny watching the cricket at Savo. We actually should have had India one for none. Did you, you didn't see it, did you? Yeah, Mitchell Stark. First ball mm. of the day, edged by Rohit Sharma. Through to Carey. Yeah, but Carey was very nonchalant in he, his appeal. He was. He was. Starkey was exploding, wanting this, this. Australia used to have this mindset that if there was half a chance, everyone around the ball just went up. Mm. It was sort of like they were trying to manipulate the the officials. Yeah. But Carey just, he was sort of. Yeah, he was hard. trying to sweep out under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> Joke. Uh, no, but he, yeah. And so Carey actually had the say. Kerry actually had the say on whether they went to, with Smith, on whether they went to the third umpire, and they decided not to review. It was given not out, and the replay shows he clearly edged it. So, anyway, that's old news. Spinners are causing big headaches. As you as you know, Kuhneman has five. Lions snagged a couple. Murphy got Coley. LBW as well. So Plum. Now, Mark says the pitch is spinning sideways. Aussie's lucky to make 100. Well, the Indians... A nine for one oh eight, they're gonna be lucky to make one twenty. So I um on the phone by the way, just before we get into more stuff, mm. uh we've got uh that the leader of the whack pack Glenn on the phone. Now he told us he's an ex listener. Does he deserve to go on the air? Because he absolutely does. no but why? Because you're rude to it. We had a we had a listener last night that texted us and said, Jason, not Woogie. Stop hanging up on the listeners or you won't have anyone ring up. Oh, who Call said up. that? There was a text last night. So I want to talk to Glenn because he that's he takes time out to listen to the show and also contact us. How are you, Glenn? No, he told us he's an ex-listener. Put him on. Uh, back listening, boys. Back How listen. It's Wacky Wednesday. So what? what's no, going not. on in your Wacky Wednesday? All... Oh, I was waiting all afternoon for the limo to come and pick me up to take me over to 2HD so I could... Uh... Me on the show, but yep. alas, didn't turn up. What's your um, point? So, a bit disappointed. Uh, great, great, great that Daddy Vass answered the phone. Yep. And Sats. Yep. I can't wait for your maths update, mate. After watching it last, or watching the what replay about Dan? today. No. I want to talk to him. What about Dan? Hey, Glenn. Oh, what a jerk. What about Dan? He is. Yep. He goes for a run and to the gym for six hours. No, he's mate, not. Who's worse, mate? Him or that other clown? Who, Harrison? Harrison. No, Harrison's. I don't mind Harrison. He's playing the game. Everyone's falling for All him. Right. All right. Got to go. Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> mate, don't waste my time anymore. Don't come in then. Oh, We're fine without you, Woogie. I know, I know you are, and I'm fine not to be here, but now, can three, we stop? What, what was that? 374 says, before you get Todd Payton on, my pick for the premiership in, t- in 2023 is the Cowboys. And Bondi Jack says, well done, Sats. The word is French. To touch, pronounced touche, not pronounced touch. I don't know what you're talking about. Ever heard of it? Um, my chooks, 
tore the cows apart. How do you think they can be in a grand final? Well, that's um, Matty Rogers thinks they'll make the grand final. And he said the Chooks tore them apart to nil by 30 at both venues. Picked apart their game plans and shut down Nanai and Drinky. Yeah, they're going to be a different team this year. The Cowboys, Bondi Jack, mm. young players, a little bit more rugby league under their belts. Already Jeremiah Nanai, after his, his first season, he will be phenomenal this year. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> he was phenomenal last yeah. year. Um, just on that um, Australian cricket team too, I just want to finish off on that. For those who didn't, I haven't seen the team, just getting in the car, heading home from work. Head, this is the batting order. Head, Kawaja, Labashane, Smith, Hanscom. Uh, Green comes back in. Alex Carey, I can't believe he's still... He should be batting at 15. Stark, Lyon, Murphy and Kuhneman. That's your batting lineup. I like it. I think it looks more balanced. And, and, and I like head up the top of the order. I think that's where he plays his That's best. where the head usually is, at the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Seriously. What about that maths last night, quickly? Well, we now you want to talk about it. So, no, well, I want to talk to, with someone who's you. I don't want to talk to Glenn about it. I can't stand him. The you thing, can't say that. Why, why can't I? Because he's a listener. Well, we can afford one less, can't we? No, We've got no we can't. 0457 736 736. Mm-hmm. Should we chop Glenn as a listener? No. Okay, you're saying no? Oh, I know that there's going to be a few that will say no. The whole whack pack will just come down hard <laughs> on you. We know that. Um, like, seriously, mm-hmm. I, I'm over this this show. It's it's done. I, I sat at home last night because the wife and kids were at Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on the couch, not in my undies, but just in a pair of shorts with the cats. Eating. I had some strawberry sorbet. Okay. And some salt and vinegar chips just to wash down those 17 nuggets yep. I had for dinner last night thanks to Macca's. But, yeah, mate, it's it's getting bad. So I, I, I think we've got to stop watching that rubbish. There's a there's a guy in there called Cameron who is from – he's from the bush. He lives like 900 k's from any sort of – Northern Territory. Urban part, yeah. He is the spit out of Jimmy Goddard, you know, the former Origin hooker. He looks like his son Mitch. I swear to God it's him. Another now Hugo looks like Jack, our former producer. He does, he does, yeah. Now Sandy, who comes from the Indi- Indian culture, and I feel for her. Yeah, well, she's with Dan, who's just a jerk. But um, Sandy's saying she wants to sort of break tradition, and I don't heap on her. Doesn't want to be in a in a what's, what's what a word, what am I trying to find? Arranged marriage. An arranged marriage, but that's what maths is. Mm. It's an arranged marriage. I've seen stuff online where that Dan's going off and meeting some other birds. Really? Yeah. So that's what he's doing. What would be your, if hours. you were one of the three? He's in beast mode. If you, what a if, what a jerk. If you're in one of if you're one of the three um, of the what are they counselors, psychologists? Yeah, John what, Aiken. What would be your advice to um, Sandy, mm-hmm. Dan's wife, if she came to you? Run for the hills. Go. Just go. Mm. Go. Or maybe suggest he's better for you, like at the table. Swap partners. That would be a reckon, better maths. So just a dish in the middle of the table? Everyone throws keys. their room keys in? Yep, and whoever you get is whoever you get. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like that. 0457 736 736. Do you like my new idea for maths? Can we stop talking about it? Play SEN's NRL tipping to win over $14,000 worth of prizes, including a VIP grand final experience. 
Thanks to our great mates at Ream. Jeez, that's good of them to put that prize up. Sign up now at nrltipping.sen.com.au. Are we doing tips tomorrow night? No, don't do tips. I think we have to. Really? I think we have to. What what sort of a twist? Well, I always look at tips as just a way to fill a, a spot. Well, you don't win. That's why I win. Yeah, because you picked them on based on the, the mascot. Who'd win a fight on land? Who'd yeah. win a fight in knee-deep water? Mate, we did all right in the... Who'd win a, <laughs> who'd win a jousting out of, fight out of the mascots? It's the only way to do it. The, the other thing is, remember mm. the World Cup, the soccer, we picked on who had the, which country had the best food? Yeah. <laughs> Portuguese. Oh, yeah, I love Nando's. <laughs> That'll do. What else is there? Yeah, we've got to do it. Okay. Do we get a listener on board to help us okay, out? Okay, well, the, we're going to think of a different theme each week. All right. Okay, so based so on... So we have to dress up. So our theme our theme tomorrow, and we, we may change it between now and tomorrow night. Our theme on picking our, our winners tomorrow for tomorrow's round or this weekend's round will be yep. which mascot, mm. which mascot would win... Okay, now let's, let's look at... The, let's ask the listeners. Zero four no five seven seven three six seven three six. What should we base our tips on? The mascots win in a fight against each other on a on a you're right I don't know just I want which mascot would be, be better on maths than Dan <laughs> I, I'm throwing the, up the mascots are going to go against each other oh yeah. right yeah so like if you said you know which mascot would win in a fight in knee deep water okay and that's yeah. how you pick your winner Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I'm seeing some support for Glenn here. Steve from Dubbo says, lay off Glenn Woogs. He'll be your boss one day. Exactly. And TB, listening through 2GF, g'day, TB, says Glenn stays, Woogie goes. Exactly. That's fair enough. I'm with you, TB. All right, break time. This is Sports State. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, uh, the man formerly known as Marty Tapau, Marty Tuupu. That's right. I got it right, didn't I? Yeah, 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 got it right. He joins us from the Broncos next here on Sports State. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. His final game as a seagull, and Marty Tapau getting across the line. That will certainly help. They're in again. Three tries here for the Seagulls. Yeah, he's left the Seagulls. He's made his way north, boys. And he's joining that, as you boys have said, that very impressive forward pack at the Broncos. It's Marty Topo. Topo. Yeah. Joining us on Sports State. Marty, welcome to the show, mate. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Can I, just before the boys grill you on stuff, I want to just confirm something. We're hearing conflicting stories. Did you put Payne Haas on his ass at training? <laughs> uh, I won't confirm nor deny. <laughs> oh, that's a yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Marty, have you been for a swim in the Brisbane River yet? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't, but I'm, I'm glad that I, I've got it at uh, 
at my balcony view, so I don't, don't think do I'll it. be jumping in anytime soon. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. You grow a second head if you do that. No, uh, Ma- Ma- Marty, it's, uh, it's Matty Rogers here, mate. I hope you're well. I hope you're enjoying this uh, this Queensland weather that we've got up here this time of year. Mate, big change for you coming up from Sydney. Um, how have you found you know the Queensland weather and your new teammates? Mate, coming up to Queensland, it's been an absolute experience. Uh, from day one, meeting all the staff, uh, at the Brisbane Broncos, it's been an absolutely phenomenal experience, uh, both personally and professionally. You know, I love obviously the Queensland weather. You can't fault that, aside from the fact that I've been absolutely sunburnt to a crisp in my first two weeks. But I'll, I'll suck it up and put some sunscreen on. But other than that, uh, the playing group um, is there is so much talent, um, and uh, it, it's just it's just yeah, I'm honestly lost for words at how impressed I am at these young, talented athletes. And for me to be given the opportunity from the Brisbane Broncos to be part of um, this great club and to, you know, create a legacy and continue this legacy um, it is, is an obviously um, a privilege. Yeah, mate. I, you know, there was, there's been so much talk over the last couple of years about Payne Haas and, you know, there's so much pressure on his shoulders being, because he is such a young man. You know, look, there's been a lot of stuff in, in, you know, off the field with the Brisbane Broncos. Do you, do you see your role coming in there as just sort of like, uh, you know, a bit of that senior head, bit of just to settle settle the ship a little bit and, and steer these young fellas in the right direction? Yeah, well, I, I guess I could contribute to to that as a uh, as a you know one of the boys in the football squad, but also as you know, life off the field as well. And um, I'm not the type of person that would sort of uh, inject myself straight into, you know, them and what's happening. It's, you know, um, you know, just helping them along the way. And obviously, if there are any troubles, whether it's professionally or personally, obviously, I'll, I'll be there to either, you know, give them a little bit of advice or just help mentor them or advise them on, on you know, based on, on my past experience. And honestly, at the, at the Brisbane Broncos, with these young players obviously coming through uh, the juniors um, here in Queensland, the, the staff that we have here at the Brisbane Broncos, there's so much support, support staff and as well as the football staff, they're just phenomenal, um, which is obviously what you want at a, at a club where, you know, we're going to create some great memories and uh, some history. Now, you, I mean, it makes it easy to prepare, doesn't it? Now, you've played along, I mean, against Payne Haas. You played with some really good front rows and, and also at international level, club level, uh, Marty. Now that you're playing alongside him, and I'll, I'll say what I said that I've said to every other Broncos player that they I keep getting told that he's machine. He's just a machine when it comes to training for such a big man. Mate, Payne Haas is from my day one at work. The numbers that I've seen, the way he conducts himself, the way that he pushes himself to the absolute limits. I've never seen it uh, as well as experience it, but with Payne Haas, he is. Uh, just a, a phenomenal athlete, um, and I would say he will exceed anyone's expectations. You know, I guess for the next decade. Mm. Yeah. Now, talk about other players as well. You, you've played with DCE for a, a number of years, uh, one of the, the leading halves in the competition. Now it's Adam Reynolds. Completely different halves the way they go about their game. Would it be fair to say that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously, uh, both players have um, you know have successes. Um, that they've played in teams in, in the last couple of years and you know 
obviously being given the opportunity to play alongside Adam Reynolds is um, it's one of the things that you know, obviously brings a smile to my face because I've seen him conduct a team, you know, he's taken the whole team on his back and, you know, taken teams to premierships and he's won so many, uh, you know, tough games and, you know, I, I'm happy that he'll be the one that will be, um, you know, taking rain and, um, you know, t- t- telling us what to do and sort of, yeah, taking charge. Yeah, nice one. He, he certainly can do that. Uh, we've seen it many times before. I mean, yeah, every player is excited for the start of the season. Everyone's feeling great. You know, the first round comes 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 along pretty quick when the preseason's underway. I mean, this is a new team for you um, to change. Do you feel any any different going into this season? Being it's a it's a new new team, new lease. Do you have a new lease on life? Like they say, a change is as good as a holiday. Are you feeling good about the season? Oh, mate, like. Um... Ever since I've, I've landed here in Brisbane, uh, I've, I've enjoyed uh, every single moment that I have come to work. Every time I, I leave to go home, like I, I love the feeling, I love the vibe. Um, and I, I've said this to a couple of people in and around uh, at work, is that um, being in the squad has taken about 10 years off me. And I feel like I'm about what, 23, 25, just being part of these young boys, they're this fun, they're energetic, and they know how to get the job done. So with me being in this squad, um, obviously it's sort of injected um, a new life in me, uh, being at this new club, but I, I, at the same time I feel this huge sense of uh, proud and responsibility of continuing this um, great lead and great charge um, you know, for in the next era. Mate, your, your forward pack is is incredibly strong. They're going to lay a great foundation for your halves. Ezra Mam um, showed some flashes of brilliance last year. How's his preseason been? And um, mate, who has impressed you the most in the preseason? Look, Ezra Mam. Um, look, he, he's, he's got a great mentor in Adam Reynolds there, and uh, he's he's been going from strength to strength, which is uh, amazing for us um, leading into round one. But I would say the most impressive thing that I've I've seen uh, whilst being here in the Broncos is that I would say we have the fittest and the most freakish front rollers, mm-hmm. middle pack, in the league. Yeah. Like, honestly, Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, you look at Tommy Flegler, Corey Jensen, they, these guys are super fit and super fast. It's yeah, It sort of puts... Um, a, yeah, have to take uh, take my humble cake uh, and take a seat. But yeah, they, these guys—that's I would say the most impressive thing I've seen uh, whilst being here. Yeah, nice Kobe Hetherington to come back as well. Now, a little birdie told me you're on the carnivore diet. What's the story behind that? I'm hearing a lot about this lately. Yeah, carnivore diet, low carb diet, um, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I've been doing this for three years, and I would say the the main reason behind this is obviously for performance um, ever since I started I feel like my performance has uh, sort of increased uh, as well as you know my body physically I've gone strength to strength mentally as well uh, being able to function under fatigue or in normal circumstances and I would say the most important thing for me is the the way that the body reacts in terms of concussion uh, this really helps uh, in terms of concussion. Obviously, with playing in a, a really brutal sport, uh, you've got to be mindful and look after the most important organ in your body, which is your brain. So uh, for me, I, I take everything 
um, yeah, very seriously with my body, obviously being the most important thing, uh, and then y- your brain as well. So taking everything into uh, you know into point, uh, I would say this is the whole reason why I've been doing this for so long, and I guess it's the reason why I'm, I'm still uh, you know going around, and I would say for the next couple of years. I can just imagine. I'm just picturing walking into Marty's house and he's just sitting at the table with a couple just of big a, shanks just a big in each steak, hand, just, just eating it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you should have a you should have a crack at it, Woogie. Yeah, you should have a crack at it. I thought you said carnival diet. <laughs> I'm going, that's great. Dagwood dogs and fairy, fairy floss. floss. Yeah. yeah, I'm going, this will be great. Hey, Marty. Oh, uh, God, no. No way. <laughs> and now, Marty, I've been a big fan of, been, been a big fan of your oh, braided same. hair for so many years. So who's responsible for that, like, to get it right before the game? Oh, it's my beautiful wife. <laughs> How long? How long are you going to sit I, for? I, have, I, I, have, I haven't said this. Pardon? How long you got to sit for, for that? Well, it's roughly about 45-odd minutes, but um, it, it's not for free, I'll tell you that. So, obviously, I have <laughs> to give my beautiful wife a foot massage. Um, so, yeah, it, it, we, we all do everything together. So, yeah, she looks after me, and uh, she she does my beautiful hair, and there are times where <laughs> the... Give her foot massages or blow dry her hair as well. <laughs> nice one. This sounds like sexy time, doesn't it? <laughs> Jeez. A little bit too much information. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's too early for that, Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, look, we're all friends now. Yeah. Marty Topo'u. Is that right? <laughs> That's it. Got it. Uh, good luck uh, with the Broncos, mate. You've landed yourself at a, at a very good club. You keep putting pain on his backside at training. Let him know there's a new enforcer in town. I'm very excited to see Marty go around this year. I I know what it's like when you go to a new club and you want to impress. And like you said, he's around a lot of young blokes that have – Breathe the new life into him, and uh, I'm, 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 I'd be terrified having to run the. And ball I've got him in my super coach as well with his, with his offloads. Oh, have you? Yeah, beautiful. You, All right, there have a go. great year, mate. Thank you, gents, and uh, have a great afternoon. Thanks yeah. for having me. There you go, Marty Tupu. From... Too well spoken. Yeah, he is. Mm. Uh, the feet massage and the braiding of hair, a little bit uh, too much information. By the way, while all this has been happening, uh, the Indians all out for 109 in their first innings. Here we are, not even halfway through the second session on day one. Uh, The Aussies already won for 14. Head is the batsman who is out. When we come back, there's uh, a halves combo ranking that's come out, Sats. I don't like it. Yeah, there's a bit. I don't like it. Yeah, and I can't believe who they're ranking last in the competition. We'll get to that next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews for you Wednesday night. Plenty of action uh, in indoor uh, in India. The Aussies looked like they'd lost a second wicket in, in Labuschagne, played a horrible shot off just Asia, but it was a no ball. Statistically, Manus Labuschagne is the luckiest batsman. The amount of times he's gotten out of no balls... And it's happened again. He could go on and turn that into a half century, which Australia need. We are one 
for 18, Kawaja 5, Labashane 1. Now, Sats, mm. this ranking from Fox Sports on this year's halves, explain this to us, and what is it you don't like? Well, I, I just don't like when we have the opportunity in the game to try and put people down before they've even – or rate people before they've even had a chance to play together. Uh, so, basically, it's a it's a 1-17, uh, the best-ranked halves combination, and it would be – mostly ranked on not only the success, but just their length of time they spent together, uh, the success they've had together, and I suppose how influential they are in a match as well, which, you know, if you've got dominant halves, that obviously happens. Ranked number one as the top-ranked halves combo, Jerome Hughes, Kevin Munster. Fair enough. Second, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Lewis. So, you know, it's much of a muchness, isn't it? Yeah, there's not much difference. Mitchell Moses, Dylan Brown, Nico Hines, Matt Moreland. So basically the, the top... Seven are teams that are teams that played in the finals last year. Eighth is Luke Brooks, Adam Dewey or Dewey. He was at one stage, but he wants to be called Dewey again now. And the team that finished in the top four last year and and got bundled out week before grand final is uh, Townsend and Dearden. Yeah, that's rubbish. So this is where it's you know it's I don't think it's really accurate. All the way down to to the halves combination number seventeen, Tanner Boyd, Kieran Foran. So they're last. Did you see the effect? I mean. Admittedly, they played against a side, the Dolphins, that haven't played a game, an NRL game together. They've played a couple of trials. But what Kieran Fawn, just the skills that he displayed alone and... Yeah. Yeah. I've, and Sean O'Sullivan and Anthony Milford are ranked... Well, Milford, they've done this before the teams 15, have been yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's how good their halves combo is. It's not even together. Mm. And I'm sorry, we're not heaping on the Dolphins, but come on. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. So you don't mind the top five, right? That's okay. Well, I think it speaks for itself, doesn't it? So should we turn this around? Because it's not like Fox to be negative, right? Is it? Stop it. Okay. Um, Have you seen their new Matty Naval ad yet? No, I can play that for you in a moment. So should we twist this around? Yeah. Who is the best halves combo this year? Which team has the best halves combo? Let's celebrate the greatness. Sure, O'Sullivan and Milford will not be there. No. Right? But seriously, which or which halves combo are you looking forward to most seeing this year? Okay. If you had an open checkbook and you could sign any halves combination in the comp, mm-hmm. who, are the, who are the two that you're going to get? O'Sullivan, Milford. I don't have a very big checkbook. Oh, okay. What about if you had to pick a halves what and five eighth from another team? Okay, like, let's do that. You can cross your halves and your combos. I like it. So you can take a, a Jerome Hughes, mm-hmm. for example. Yep. And I'm taking Cleary Munster. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You beat me to it. I'm taking Hines. Mm-hmm. I can't take Munster, can I? Now. I'm taking Hines, Whiten. I mean, if you looked at this. Harv's ranking, and this is for you, Brewster Mungrel. Statistically, Cleary and Luai would be the best halves combination. Oh, please. Well, they would be. They they played in the last three grand finals, won two of them. And they're the New South Wales halves combination. Yeah, so, statistically, you would think they would be the best. Okay. Not O'Sullivan and Milford. Why do you keep harping on that about that? That's a funny halves combo. Well, one of them's not even playing. Hey, the kid that is playing 5'8", Isaiah Katar, uh, Katoa. Yeah, you like him, uh, don't he's you? A, he's, a, he's from the Penrith Junior ranks. He is a really special kid, really special. I can't wait to watch him play on Sunday. 
Now you love your, uh, you do love your fox footy. Don't I you? love. Well, no, I love. Oh, well, I do, but I love Matty Nabel. He's got a really good movie out at the moment. It's an Australian movie, and it is called Transfusion. Right, okay. It's on stand. It's, oh, is it? It's disturbing. It's dark. So it's it's an emergency ward? No. Oh, no? No, no it's no. a really good movie. Um, But, of course, he is the voice of Fox when it comes to their promos. And this week, he's at it again. From October until March, we wait. Together. The year turns and the days grow longer. The sun hotter. January fades and February comes. And all of a sudden, we're here again. Life takes on new meaning. The working week more tolerable. For at its end, there's hope, there's comfort, there's the guarantee of spectacle, of a win, of a loss, and another brick in the path of every team's destiny. Penrith are champions again. Side looking to enter sporting folklore as one of the greatest ever. A three-peat within grasp. And that hasn't happened since Gippo. Since Big Jack's mighty yields of the 80s. And then, of course, there's these new guys. Team 17, Wayne Bennett's Dolphins. Oh, I'm getting chills. That's just a bit of it there. Can't play it all. Thanks to, thanks to Fox for that. That's He's amazing. Great. Yeah, Writes it all himself. A quick question without notice. Mm-hmm. Where's the NRL's Haven't seen it. launch video? I don't know. And correct me if I'm right, the uh, listeners. <laughs> correct me if I'm right. If you've seen it on Channel 9, let us know because I haven't seen anything yet. I haven't seen Usually it's released you know, after the season launch, which didn't happen, and most notably the next day. So I'd be very surprised if the marketing department mm-hmm. at the NRL have not put out a, 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 a video of some description for the season. Because I tell you what, the AFL every year puts out a red hot one. Don't tell me the NRL let this slip. Don't tell me they've had They their... couldn't have. No, there, there has been reports that an ad has been made, but there was no players that played any role okay. in it physically. Of course, uh, there was highlights. I heard it was about the fans, right? More about the fans okay. and, has, and just highlights from seasons gone by. Have the NRL forgot to actually schedule it somewhere? Is it schedule or schedule? <laughs> right. I'm not sure. One final thing before we go to the break. 0457 736 736. While you're working out your current halves combos, mm-hmm. who'd be the best? Uh, very Just in a 30 seconds, David Fafida. Yep. You think there could be a chance that he might become a Bronco well, under the, a new deal? From all reports, there's two teams that are in the mix there. Fafida coming off contract this year and he's – Apparently visited the the Canberra Raiders headquarters. His girlfriend Shaley Bent is playing for Canberra in the NRLW, and she would have a a, a big reason why he would go to Canberra. Um, a large amount of money, from all reports, if you read, if you believe the reports, has been offered to to David. Um, but the Gold Coast seem to be um, at the head of the race at the moment. There's also latest reports that him because Tom Flegler has gone to the Dolphins. There has been some money that's been freed up at the Brisbane Broncos. Do they try and bring him back to Red Hill as well? So, you know, I've been harsh of Dave. I've been critical of Dave last year, as you know, and that's not out of um, it's not out of spite or anything like that. I actually actually admire. I admire his physical attributes. I've watched him through his schoolboy years. Um, I watched him and commentated him in when he was playing in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup. He's really good friends with my my nephew, actually. I, I had to actually admire his physical skills. And 
at twenty, just turned twenty three on the weekend, which is ridiculous <laughs> when you think about the attributes that he's got. Some players differently in their careers, Woogie. For some reason, the switch just turns on and yep. they mature for whatever reason. Some it's twenty one, some it's twenty six. For Dave, whoever gets him next, Brisbane, Canberra, if he stays at the Gold Coast, I think they'll get the best of him, and that switch will flick on very, very soon. Because you look at him and the physical attributes that he's got, he could be another the, – the actual destruction that he could have upon a game consistently, he could have the same effect that Gordy Tallis had in an opposition. Mm. Right, yeah. What do you think? Would you like David for fed Broncos fans in particular? Would you like him back at your club? 0457 736 736. Got to go to break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Have we got another review for another possible – Dismissal in the cricket. The Aussies are one for 24, and it stays that way. One for 24, the Aussies chasing 109. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, the Aussies won for 29. She's going to a fast clip, aren't they, Sats? They are. They Chasing are. 109. Can you believe India oh, already out? In fact, Uzi Kawaj has just done a reverse sweep. Oh, it's okay. Oh, God. They're bringing Please out the sweep it. again. Is that the first oh, sweep? Yeah, it is. Hmm. <sighs> Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, text messages. Rooster Muzz. Uh, Rooster Muzz uh, says the accountant would love David Fafita at his club. That's Adrian. Are oh, you talking about Who does Adrian support? He's a Bulldogs fan, isn't he? Hey, Adrian, if you're listening, 0457 736 736. I think he is a Bulldog supporter. He's not a Broncos supporter, is he? Oh, I don't know. We should no. know that. Now, uh, coming from 515, the text line, why is the cricket background noise so loud? I can't understand the commentators. I meant to do this for the previous two tests, and I can't listen to it. It's annoying. Oh, well, why are you reading that effects. out? <clears throat> Not the footy when the crowd effects come in and trying to get the effects through the... But it is deafening. It is actually very... It's deafening in in, in India. People say that when they're at the ground, it's so yeah. loud because they're so passionate about the uh, sport. Uh, we've got one here from Michelle Dubbo before we go. We'll get to this after the break. Guys, what do you think of Paul Kent's predictions? Knights at 17th, Tigers 16th, Bulldogs, Bulldogs 14th, Warriors 15th. They're all better than that, aren't they? We'll get to that after well, the break. Where are the Dolphins mm. in all of that? Now, Kenny thinks I'll upset a few. Kenny's probably got himself uh, SeaWorld passes or something. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go to break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to our mates at Kia. The Aussies won for 30. This test could be over today. What's going on? The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome to the second big hour. Gee, we're enthralled in the cricket. The Aussies won for 38. India made 109. This is only day one, by the way. <laughs> just want to remind you I that. love this. I love cricket like this. Yeah, see, I, really do. I don't know. That's, I mean, I love it. I mean, we're enthralled while we're trying to work here. Um, but, yeah, I like a test match to last a bit. Yeah, I, I agree. But it, it is the true test of a batsman. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. No, de- definitely. You and I could probably pick up six wickets today mm-hmm. with this, with our pies. Uh, Labuschagne, seven not out. And Kawaja, 15. Kawaja just survived. Was it Kawaja? Yeah, Kawaja just survived. Uh, a pretty uh, good LBW uh, decision. So the boys going all right. One for 38. One for 30. Uh, mind you, we've been in good positions before and have lost, what What was it, last test? Eight for 28. Yeah, something like that. Hey, coming up uh, soon, we'll catch up with Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales, see if he's got some winners for us tonight. Gamble responsibly, of course, uh, with an update at Wendy Park. He's, he's none for four of his last tips. No, two weeks ago he got... No, no, two, two weeks... Up. No, he didn't. It was he the week before... No, it was, it was the week... week. It was before I that. I apologise. Are we doing LinkedIn Lotto tonight? Yeah, we are. Actually, we're going to do it very shortly. Uh, has uh, Daddy Vass got some ready for us? I don't know. Um... He just said yes. Glenn has said, hey, Daddy Vass, could you please ensure Justin reads this out before home and away starts? She is Glenn's neighbour hoverboard, Pete. Well, how did... I don't know. Pete, how did, how did you get a hold of Glenn's phone? Mm. Hey, can I just get it to it? Last week we spoke about players. Yeah, last week it was. Players who never reached their potential for whatever reason, injury. And it was, I think it was overwhelmingly one of our, our biggest nights of text messages, the amount of people that were thrown up. And I, I mentioned Paul Haywood, who was a very good player and very good boxer. Johnny Lewis says he's a very good boxer. Well, he got picked in the Australian team for the Olympics, 76. But he, um, he of course, was found uh, with a high-volume amount of um, drugs trying to bring it back into Australia over in Bangkok, was sentenced to 30 years um, and came back to Australia and, and, and passed away in 1982. Uh, there's a really good book called Damage Done about both he and Warren Fellows. Now, Todd from Mudrabar, home of the Mudrabar Redbacks, took Sat's advice and read the book, The Damage Done. What an amazing and brutal read. Yeah, it's a great great book. Really good book. Hey, I put you on a... Now, listen, Todd, if you love your true crime... Or, oh, this is amazing. I put Woogie onto a podcast called Bone Valley. So do yourself a favour, if listeners, if you love true crime, it's called Bone Valley. It is top two best... Unbelievable. Podcast I've ever listened to. Unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, no, very good. In fact, I'm craving more true crime podcasts at the moment. So I've tried to cut. I, I got onto another one you told me about, but I won't promote it on air because it's disturbing. Yeah. But geez, geez, there's some good podcasts out there. And of course, you can grab the Sports Day New South well, Wales podcast. One. I say top two. Sports Day podcast number one. Are we? Bone Valley number two. Rightio. Mm. There's more drama in our podcast yeah. than anything else. Get it. Uh, look for it. Sports Day New South Wales. Wherever you get your podcasts from. Do you want to do LinkedIn Lotto, Daddy Vass, or or do you want to do some NRL news first? It's up to you. Let's go NRL news, boys. Rightio. So Eels, Fijian Flyer, uh, Mike Acevo, or Mike Acevo, sorry, he's resigned. Resigned? Resigned? No, Where resigned. Resign it's, it's so close, isn't it? It's so close to leaving the club and re-signing with the club when you mm. say those words. Yeah. Re-signed for two years Stephen until the end. Dubbo just fell off his chair. 2025. Good player. Good player. Good player and big. I was talking to some of the uh, the NRL players currently play who play against 
Parramatta. I said, who's the hardest guy to tackle that's not a forward? And they said, Brian Toto, because he's so, so low to the ground, you can't really get any hit on him. They said, Mike Acevo is like hitting a block of concrete. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he just, and he comes hard to, and he's, and he's hot, he's tall. Um, yeah, phenomenal player. The man who's, who said he couldn't see himself playing anywhere else, Victor Radley, has re-signed with the Roosters until the end of 2027. And really handy play. You, Rat, and I were talking about this bloke off the air last night, Egan Butcher. Yeah, good young forward. Till 2025, yeah, a couple a lot, of good signings We've got there. a lot of Roosters listeners. And, yeah, well, three um, of them, yeah. <laughs> but Egan Butcher, he's, he's going to be a superstar. Really good, young, mobile forward. Better than his brother? Different player. Be interesting to see. I, they're he's both a lot shorter and stockier and, and has had great success at the Roosters. Egan's a lot taller. And and they're both starting this week. Yeah, back row. Yeah, yeah. which is not – you don't normally see that with the boys. No. They normally come off the bench, or one of them at least. Egan. I'd give out, I'd give up watching rugby league if Victor Radley left the Roosters and go to an NRL club, another NRL club. What? I couldn't see Victor Radley playing for any other club. He's old school, isn't he? He like he'll play footy. He'll he'll bash people up. He'll have cuts all over him. And have six schooners. And he'll have six schooners. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I think too many players are going away from you know that. You know what I love about Victor Radley? He'll play on a Saturday night, mm. have a win. He'll have six schooners, drink responsibly. Yeah. He'll have a fight out the front of the Coogee Bay <laughs> Hotel. That's a ledge. Come on, you can't say that. He'll get home just as the sun's coming up. <laughs> he'll grab his rehab gear and he'll go down and finish a training session. That's and then Monday night straight to the judiciary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that girl was going? That was a stupid game last year. It was, we, we got reported. It was, three times or something. Three or four times. I'd wear that like a badge of honour if I was Vic. Are the referees going to be that idiotic this year? Yeah, they will. That was that Bunnies game, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't was it the bunnies? I think it was the bunny. Yeah, he well, just went crazy, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he went absolutely <laughs> bunter. But he shouldn't <sighs> have been like he shouldn't have been sinbin for at least one of them. <laughs> even 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 me as a South supporter, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was ten on eleven at one stage. The three blokes went to the bin in the first half. We haven't talked about this. We saw the we saw the performance of the refs in the trials. Mm-hmm. I think they pull them back a bit. I don't think they were interfering as much. And they little little. Let a little bit more go. Yeah. Last year, they t- and I know you love the game no matter how it looks. Yes. But they did their best to ruin the game at times. No. No, 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 no. Hear me out. They they did their best at times last year to ruin some games. I feel as though there's, just, there's too many restrictions on the game that they have to adjudicate on. I think we can loosen some of we those. We overthink it, right? Yes. One of the best things I've seen in the lead up to the comp was the the Fox, you know, how they had all the great games yep. over the and it was faster because we weren't stopping every moment to triple check stuff. Let it go a bit, let it breathe, and then what happens is old mates Rugby League <laughs> then wants to tweak the rules halfway through the season and says this weekend we're clamping down on this. Mm-hmm. And so what do the refs do? They clamp down it because they were told what to do. They don't want to lose their jobs. And then it just ruins the game. And that's what happened that round with Victor Radley. Mm. Like, it's just leave the game alone. Let them play. Let the guys play. Let the kids play. But you know what I mean. You know, yeah, just, I know. Sh- just shut up and play. <laughs> Sats, <laughs> you know? what's your thoughts on the six again in the ruck? I like it. You like it? I like it. I don't like it when, if you're coming off your trial line, which they've 
stopped now. They've but changed, yeah. yeah. It's a penalty now. I didn't like it when they introduced that because you just continually flaunt the rules and lay in the ruck and give away six again. Who cares? Um, but now they give a penalty. It just it gives a little bit more ownership back to the side. But I do, I do like the six again. I like the six again as a small forward. Guys like Victor Radley and Cam Murray, these guys... Get on their knees, quick play the ball, go again. But they can just play quick. Yeah. And they can identify tired big forwards and expose them. Because we went through a period there where the big man was dominating and the mm. small forward was basically being battered out of the game. So now that they've brought down the the interchange, I don't think we'll see the interchange ever go any lower than what it is now. But the six again then allows the game to speed up. So I, I like it. I like it. I, I do. We should do that tomorrow night, just quickly go through the new major rules. That yeah, are just in. remind the listeners. We, we, oh, I've forgotten yeah. about even the interchange one. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termite uh, treatment. If you're not asking for Termidor, you're asking for trouble. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termite treatment. Right. Cricket score. Aussies one for 43. Mm. Chasing India's first innings total of 109. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for LinkedIn Lotto. (laughs) Is that Daddy Vass? No, that's Jack, isn't it? Or is that you? I've got no idea. No, you do know. Who is it? Is it you or Jack? It's Daddy Vass. Daddy Vance. Wow. Doing gear. Hey, didn't you tell me off the <laughs> Didn't you tell me off the air yeah. that Jack still hasn't left the country? No, I, I saw something he put up on Instagram that he's he was at some you know he loves all those real quirky bands, those Yes. Yeah. Um like yeah. the hairy armpits. Yeah. Indie rock. Indie rock, that's, that's the it. one. And he's at some you know, grungy dark room where the carpet sticks to the bottom of your soles <laughs> of your shoes and and he puts a post up and think, hang on a sec. Either you're not going overseas and you despised working with Woogie or you just your passport hasn't... Should I be worried? Is he going to come back for, for his job? Oh, no, you're better than Jack. Don't worry uh, already? It. Yeah. And we don't even have to talk about soccer that much. Yeah. Right, so this is where you throw up some LinkedIn profile yep. positions and we're going to try and guess what... And these are real. Are these real or have you made them up, Daddy Vass? Uh, some are real. Oh, so you have made... You meant to say all of them are real. Some are real. This is an authentic radio show. <laughs> Mate, uh, I've been rolling through them for the past three weeks and, yeah, look, slim pickings on the real <laughs> ones. So I've had to uh, authenticate some and leave so, some up to my imagination. Are you saying then that this segment could be coming to its end? No. No, we'll continue it. I'll, I'll keep digging and diving. We'll keep getting some uh, ridiculous LinkedIn profile Hard descriptions, but boys. You're tired today, aren't you? <laughs> He's very tired. No, I'm, you I'm, nearly I'm fell right. asleep. Well, I nearly fell asleep. What's the matter? What, so tell What's us what happened? happened last night. Oh, nothing. I just yeah, no, I, no, mate. This is you a, had to go pick up the miss, though, didn't you? I had a no. I had a late night. I had to go pick uh, my partner up from the airport. That's all. Oh, is it your partner and not the miss? Not the it's miss anymore. No, exactly. yeah. What time did you get home? Where'd you come back from? Uh, Melbourne. What you, do you down, down there yeah. for? Harry Styles. What? Okay. Um. What? Uh, no, she had a girl's trip with? with her girlfriends from Perth, mm. from WA. So she yeah, went down to Melbourne and had a bit of a girls' weekend. So. Wow. So you picked her up. What time did you get home? Have you given her the third degree yet about what happened, where'd you go, where'd you stay? What yeah, time? mate. I had the whole debrief on the car back. I didn't get a word in. If Next time she goes away, let me know. I'll, I'll put a tracker inside her um, <laughs> teddy inside bear. Her bag. In a teddy bear. I think she yeah. takes it. She takes teddy bear with her, <laughs> does she? All right. Let's get into no, the No, segment. no, but hang on. What time did you get home? Because you are... You are, listen, listen, and you're, you're, you're lethargic. 
and you're bringing us down. Mm. Oh, come on, boys. Come so, on. 11.30, 11.30. I have 11.30. Yep. And then, of course, you would have caught up a bit. Had to sneak some Maccas in. Ooh. Nice plug there. Yep. Nice plug. Yep, thanks to Maccas. Cheers. Okay, what have we got first? All right. <laughs> I wanted to see what they caught up on, but it doesn't matter. Hang on here. Hang on here, boys. What? Professional chick sexer. What? What? Professional chick sexer. What? Yep. Have you misspelt that or no, something? No, no, no. Have a crack. Have a think. Uh, professional um, I'm, chick sexer. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to say social media manager. No. I'm going to say someone who prepares like hot chooks or something like that. Like You're a poultry. very close. Poultry. You're very close. Yeah. Yeah. I might give that to you. Someone who determines the sex of chickens. There you That's go. got nothing to do <laughs> yes. with it. Poultry. He's talking about the other end of it. I said. <laughs> He's talking about. I said poultry. So it's something to do with poultry. Doing can, something with no, poultry. No, you said, you said social who's... media. You way off. Yeah. I'm not complaining about my answer. He's just like <laughs> you being creepy. He's again. at the chicken shop. <laughs> He's not even determining the sex. Okay, no, one nil. Let's no, go. it's nil all. Next one. Uh, <laughs> digital overlord. Uh, digital. Social media manager. Yep. Easy. 1-0. Electrical engineer. Uh, an electrical engineer? engineer. <laughs> no. Um, electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. Electrician. No. An electrical engineer. You won't get this. Oh, why'd you put it there then? <laughs> A computer geek. No. An electrical engineer. Um, electrical. I'll give you some clues. A uh, panel op. No. Okay. People don't know what a panel op is, mate. Well, what you do, push buttons. What do you? Uh, you might. If you might go to a bar, like a sports bar. It, it, these might be up around the sports bar. Television operator. No. Can you stop hitting your your whiskey moustache? <laughs> I'm doing a rap. Electrical from last engineer. Night. Yeah. Turn the TVs on. No. Bar staff. No. Electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. No, no. Give it to us. We're boring the listeners. Light bender. Someone who bends oh, neon come lights. Come on. <laughs> Neon lights up around the pub, the signs, the neon, neon signs. That's a job. Nah. Yeah. That's, that's not a job, not, that's mate. Not a job. You've made that up. That's nah. one of the ones you've made up. You and your funky Indian. Yeah. Staying out all, all right. right. Two to go, boys. Yep. Uh, beverage distribution officer. Oh, that's oh, a, a waiter, waitress. Yep. Bartender, yeah. Wait, what? Well, well, I said at the same time, we both get a point. You said bartender. I said waiter, waitress. So what's the score here? It's different. Is it one all? So, excuse me. What was the a correct answer? Was it a waiter, a waiter or a bartender? It had bartender. Two nil. Next. What'd you point at me for then, you idiot? <laughs> because he favours you. Yeah. Because he's he's a football. He geek. drools over me like you drool over Matty Rogers. Is oh. that right? Okay. He not, drools not over you like I drool over a Big Mac. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Last twenty one. nuggets. Okay. Animal fluid extractor. Wow. A cow I, milker. Is it is it a no, word milker. I can't use? Is it a word that you shouldn't use on radio? Like no no no. Oh, a okay. pig handler. No. So can you say that again? Animal fluid extractor. Um. That's someone who milks a cow. Animal fluid extraction. Scientist. I no. say a hunter. No. Uh, the bloods the animals. Um, oh, abattoir. Abattoir. Yeah. Abattoirist. What are they called? An abattoirist. <laughs> it's someone who goes are on tour to Sweden and about? checks out all the abbasites. <laughs> What's going on? Shut up, Sat. Um, right. Come uh, on, mate. You need a point here. Come on. Fluid. It's animal fluid extractor. Is it someone who breeds animals? No. Animal fluid extractor. A butcher. This is very important in Australia. He doesn't even listen to me. Animal fluid extractor. Oi, butcher. <laughs> nah. Think, think dangerous. 
animals in Australia? Crocodiles. Oh, so a s- snake ca- catcher. Snake no. venom. A venom a venom collector. Yeah. 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 Snake milker. There Someone who milks snakes of their venom. How? No, it's not. I've got two points. No, you're not. Yes. Cohen. I said snake handler. Woogie wins this one. Doesn't a snake I- handler milk them? No, but I've got. I had two before that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, and you said a chicken cooker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the winner. Chicken. I'm oh. the winner. <laughs> Actually, we got we got um, we've got another LinkedIn lotto here. LinkedIn. What is it? Uh, the description is: has copious copious amounts of brool cream in his hair, wears a trench coat, hides in the bushes, and and um, is it. Equals what? I can see it. Sports day pro- panel op. No, it says sports day producer. It's <laughs> Cohen. Yeah. Hey, Cohen, tell me this. Yep. Why, when we played that whole game, you only look at sats? Because he doesn't respect you. Is that what it is? Mm. You've just uh, you've been behind the, the ball game the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So I don't expect an answer from you, mate. So Thank you. I saved your life. <laughs> How dare you? Right, yeah, before we go to a break, and by the way, coming up uh, real soon, we're going to get to Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales. Got a tip or two for tonight. A couple of uh, quick uh, texts. I just subscribed to Bone Valley Sats. I need more listening material. I'm almost finished. It's outstanding. Braddock's book on audio books, Cinderella Man. That's good listening. James Braddock, yeah. Uh, Daniel, listening on the app, says, uh, I think he might have sent this on to one of the other shows as well. Just on the NRL's ad campaign with a record broadcast rights deal, the game making $63 million surplus, adding to its latest financial report. Why doesn't the NRL just pay a perpetual royalty fee and use simply the best? I agree. Yeah, I think we all agree. Why not? Rugby Lee's anthem. Righty up, break time. This is Sports Day for Kia. Uh, when we come back, we're going to preview um, oh, the Panthers season, the team that finished on uh, top of the ladder last year. Mm-hmm. We'll preview their season. Sat, see where you think they're going to run this year. This is Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. I tell you, we're just watching the Aussies batting. Uh, one for 54. Going at a good clip. They look Seven, comfortable. 17 overs gone. Aussie uh, looks really comfortable, actually. Yeah, he's 23 or 50-odd balls and Marner's 14 or 45. I tell you what. We haven't seen any ridiculous shots, mm-hmm. have we? Any nope. of those stupid sweep shots? We've seen one or two, but not they've been executed well. But yeah. it seemed like the last test, it was the primary shot to play. What are they doing? They're, they're just showing, playing. Well, they're showing patience. And they're playing the ball on its merits. Yeah. No, no, very good stuff uh, from the Aussies uh, at the moment. Rightio, time to uh, preview the chances of the Penrith Panthers in season 2023. Of course, they finished on top in the regular season and at the end of the finals last year, 42 points, uh, 20 wins and four losses. Incredible performance. How they do it this year without Kikau and Coruscant, Sats? It's going to be a huge ask, Jase. I've got to say, uh, I think Viliami Kikau is a bigger loss than Apisai uh, Karoisau. He's, he's a tremendous player. And hooker is a really important position. I think one of the most important positions now. I think sometimes it's more important than 
if you're missing a seven or a six, if you've got a strong number nine, um, you can make up for it. And, you know, they've got Mitch Kenny, they've got uh, Sonny Luke. Um, they've got some really good players. That can fill. They won't do the same job, but at least they'll ask some questions. They'll be really good defensively. Kikau has this skill for a big man that you don't see very often. We talk about big men that have got great skills. Dave Fafita, amazing skill. He's quick. He can run like a centre. Mm. He can run over the top of you if he has to, but he can also fire a pass to his wingers. Kikau is exactly the same. I think the player that's going to miss Kikau the most is Jerome Luai. They had this great relationship yep. where he could tip the ball to him early or take him to the line or turn him back on an angle, whatever it may be. Um, Jerome Luai has that re- great relationship with Nathan, which will always be there, but to have that strike weapon not outside him is going to be really difficult. He's going to have to find something different this year, Jerome Luai. Who plays the role of kick out now? Well, they've signed Luke Garner and Zach Hosking, uh, two really good players, not the, not the same athlete. So the question is... Do they have to play a different style? Now, Andrew right. Webster's gone, who's their attacking coach. He's gone to the Warriors. Yep. And he's not going to try and copy and paste and take that to the, the Warriors. So what the Panthers have got to do is, I think they've, they've got to probably tinker a couple of things, whatever that may be. I'm not quite sure. Um, not until you sort of watch them in the first few rounds. But I don't think there'll be, you know, that left-hand side was so potent, and it still will be. But just under a different disguise. Was there? Did you notice a slight change in the trials? Yeah, well, yeah, you did. Against St Helens, yes. Um, they weren't as... Uh, they weren't as... I'm not going to say flamboyant because you've got to earn the right to be flamboyant. Um, they weren't getting across the advantage line as much, especially when they went sort of two passes wide and they go to Vili Army and he'd sort of po- poke his head through and then they jump on the back of that. Yeah. They seem to be is, – is a little bit tougher for them to get upfield, if that made sense. Yep. And ask questions. And get on a roll. Yeah, just ask a lot more questions when you're attacking. So um, Ivan Clear will find a way. Yep. And Nathan will find a way. And the good part about Penrith is they're very good defensively. If you're a really good defensive side – You'll, you'll be in the top four. Be good to watch them against the Broncos uh, this weekend on Friday good night. Good attacking side. Oh, yeah. And, mm. and, yeah, two evenly matched teams. Uh, if the Broncos, obviously, around full strength, so they, they look pretty good. But I just um, – yeah, it'd be interesting. We're going to have Ivan Cleary on the show next week. So it'd be good to ask him Yeah. off the back what of that What sort of style are you going to play? Yeah. Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be much tinkering? Um, because they're one of the best defensive sides in the comp, and that doesn't change with Viliami going. Yep. That's a good thing about Viliami. He came up with massive defensive plays, huge defensive plays, kick chases. Um, but they'll still have really good workers in Zach Hosking and Luke Garner. I've got to say, there's a kid that's signed for he's got four year contract. He's 18. His name's Jesse McLean. He's a winger. Yep. He he could be anything. This kid. I can't believe you're talking about wingers. I know. I've changed. You've changed. Um, right. Where it could they... be anything. Um, they're top four, definitely. Okay. Yeah, top four, definitely. Can they do the three-peat? Yeah, absolutely they can. Okay. Yeah, they can. Righty up. Sats' preview of the Panthers in 2023. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Better get to a break. This is Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome back to it. Wednesday night edition, as we've been saying all night. Sats is pretty pumped because we've only got two nights until the start of the NRL season. So. One night. Oh, one night, I should yeah. say, yes. Oh, God. I here I am saying, I'm just used to a Friday night, but no, Thursday night footy. Um, let's talk about racing, uh, Greyhound Racing and New South in New South Wales. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing NSW joining us now. The Greyhound Super Series presents the Country Classic. Saturday, the 18th of March. How are you, Simon? Or, or Simon, should we talk about the elephant in the room first or should we just get into the content? Get into it. Just get into just it. Just get into it. Right, yeah. let's move on then. Okay. Uh, tell us. Tell us about the Country Classic. It's upon us. Uh, look, on, on the, the bad tips, uh, all the greats have short-term memory, so I don't know what you're talking about, boys. Uh, we'll just move <laughs> on to right. tonight. But first, let's talk about the Country Classic. You're right. It started. So the semi-finals are in Dubbo next weekend. The final on March 18. I actually got my flights, boys, to Dubbo this afternoon. I'm heading out there and I can't wait. I love Last Dubbo. Year, apparently it was the biggest party in the world. I love I missed it. it. So, well, where should I go, Satsy? You got any recommendations? Is there a local watering hole? Now, or? listen, I just want to tell you, okay, there's nearly a pub on every second corner. You've got to get <laughs> – so the test is you've got to get seven blocks. So the old right, school yeah. American blocks – so if you get seven blocks by the end of the night, you've done well. My my recollection of Dubbo is the flies are bloody huge, mm. and You've got saddles on them. The, and and the lo- the locals said to me, "Well, you don't wear any of that deodorant or hair stuff around here because mm. that attracts the flies." Mm. So no deodorant and no stuff in your hair, no mousse in your hair. Okay. Okay. No mousse, no deodorant, and what was I drinking at the back end of last year? Bacardi breezes. They probably don't have them. Oh, oh mate. Seriously, you get tossed out of Dubbo. They'll open up court late at night just to charge you and, and throw you in jail. Actually, one of our favourite listeners, Steve from Dubbo, yeah. he'll find you and physically turf you out himself. <laughs> That's right. Mm. That's right. Well, Steve, if you're, uh, if you're listening, mate, come and meet us, March 18, because the final's end. But before we get there, fellas, we've got to find some dogs to run in the races. We've already had a couple of heats, and two track records have gone down already, boys. So um, the dogs are looking like they're in good form. We've got some more coming up as well. So tomorrow night uh, at Dapto, there's a, there's a heat there. We've got a heat tomorrow, then the Gardens, Richmond Friday night, and then Dubbo, they're hosting their own heat on Saturday night as well. Um, I know I mentioned those two track records in the heats at various places, but the big news is Zipping Kyrgios, the defending champ. Uh, he won the race last year. It was the first edition of the race. He snuck through the Central Coast heat last night. He finished fourth. He's not quite at the, at the level he was last year when he won the $125,000 race, but he's hoping that he can just mature beautifully through the series. And we can see him, obviously, in the semifinals next weekend. But as I said, five more heats to come, boys, and some of the big, big names still to run around. And we've got some wonderful Victorian visitors coming up in the next couple of days as well to try and win that $125,000 prize purse. So a couple of the derbies, Richmond Oaks and uh, so Richmond Derby, I should say, uh, set for Friday. Now what forty thousand dollars offered to both winners? Who uh, who should we be putting our money on, Simon? Yeah, it sounds. I'm not demanding the prize money at all, but compared to the one hundred twenty-five k off for the Country Classic, forty thousand dollars just mm. sounds like uh, ashtray money for someone like that. But look, um, <laughs> the Derby is race eight on the card. The Oaks is race six on the card. 
I've mentioned this a few times, maybe in this program and other SEN programs, but the Oaks final is all about a dog by the name of Windra Allclass for me. Uh, Daniel Gat trains, but Sue and Brian Barton own the dog. Sue has had tremendous health issues, um, but the dog has made it through to another feature final. They text me after every race, boys, and they say, this is what's keeping Sue going at the moment. She got up. Uh, we saw it earlier in the year. She won a group one at Wentworth Park, and it was the best story well, I've ever seen in the dogs, and I'm sure a lot of other people have seen as well. Um, she's probably going to start third or fourth favourite for the race. She definitely can win. Mia, she's fast from box six, would be the tip in the Oaks. She qualified fastest. She's in the Frank Hurst kennel. He knows how to win a race. He won the Oaks last year with good odds cash, and I think she'll be hardest to beat. So if you want to have a bet in the Oaks, race six, number six, Mia, she's fast, or the sentimental favourite, number three, Windra All Class. But then in race eight, and this is Friday night, I should say, race eight, is the Derby. Uh, it's been thrown wide open, guys, because the favourite, Gatlin, has been scratched, so he's out of the race. It means one of the reserves comes in. And all of a sudden, you're probably going to have Zipping Novak, the three, will start favourite. He's gone 29.40 at the track. Uh, and there's another dog that I think I mentioned last week, I'm not sure, but came and went. It qualified fastest, and it's owned by the one and only Terry Hill. So Tezza, oh, Tezza. hopefully will be on track. And if it gets up, we can't wait to talk to him on Friday night. Right. Tips at Wenny Park tonight, mate. I've got to get my money back. Uh, my wife and kids went to Harry Styles at 200 bucks a pop last night. So I need to get some. <laughs> and they bought the merchandise. <laughs> the kids, unbelievable. <laughs> they just think money grows on trees. Uh, you got some winners for us tonight? Gamble responsibly, of course. Sure. I sure hope so, fellas. Look, race three, number one, McIntyre. I don't, I don't usually give huge pushes, but I just think that this one uh, is a pretty good bet. You're probably only getting about $2, $2.20 at the moment. But you look at her form and you might think, why on earth would you tip this dog? She's got one win from 27 starts. But, but 12 places. I'm going to ask you that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, she's got, tw- she's got 12 placings and she's finished a length off a Group 1 stayer by the name of Corborn Magic and two lengths off a Group 2 winner by the name of Ritza Piper. Both those runs have come in the last little while. I think she should just make a mess of these. It's only a small field. A lot of these dogs having their first goes or haven't produced the goods over 720 metres. It's a long way. So I just think race three, number one, McIntyre is a really good bet. And then race six, number eight, Bankroll. We're going to go each way tonight. Last week, we tipped Bankroll. It ran second. Didn't go each way. Tonight, I just think she's cherry ripe. She's six fifty the win, $2 the place. Maybe you stake accordingly, boys. So maybe put a little bit more money on the place, responsibly, of course. But I just think she loves Wenny Park. She's only missed the money once on nine occasions. As I said, she ran second last week. I think she's better box tonight out in the pink. I think race six, number eight, bankrolled, is an each-way play to go with race three, number one, McIntyre, best of the night at Wenny. The world's richest middle distance race, the Country Classic, Saturday, 18th of March at Dubbo. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. The Commercial Hotel or the Pastoral? There you go. The Pastoral's got um, karaoke. Oh, that's, yeah. That'll be you. Grab yourself a breezer and, <laughs> mm. and a microphone and away you go for yep. the night. A bit of Harry Styles and I'll be set. Thanks for that, boys. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Catch you next week. Hooray, fellas. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats and Jace here tonight. And, of course, uh, on our SEN stations and on the SEN app, after we're finished, they're back. 
the driver's seat for another year. Matt McKeldin and well, Steve Johnson will get here at about two minutes past the top of hour. Well, he's in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. So I didn't. I don't even have him in the studio. Oh, first first day of school, and he hasn't showed up to class. Well, that means all the biscuits and chocolates in the office <laughs> won't be eaten. Hey, my wife went to Sydney last week for the supercars launch, mm. and um, she said it was absolutely unbelievable in this massive showroom. These big doors opened up, and all the driver, drivers drove in the Mustangs and the Camaros. The Camaros, yeah. Camaros. Mm. She said it was amazing. And they didn't hold back the boys too. A couple of them sort of got a little heavy with the right foot on the roll-in and chirped up the rears and got a little bit excited. The, so it was cool. The, the tragics that have yep. been Ford and Holden, Holden Man, all the uh, supercars expecting a decline in in following and interest? Or have they taken oh, that into account? I don't think so. Supercar fans are fairly opinionated, but it's not like they've got five other places to go to go and watch. Yep. Supercars, so uh, look, it's disappointing that it's not Holden Commodores, but we don't make Holden Commodores anymore, so it's got to be Camaro. And and ultimately, at the end of the day, the Mustang is what you can buy in the country, so that's what we're going to ask you. That. Are we going to ever have the chance to buy the Camaro in in Australia or what? You could. Can you, you stop mucking around with that microphone Sorry, mate. too, please? You used to be able to. First day of school, uh, you used to be able to, but even that stopped now. Mm. Um, uh, Chevrolet do not sell them in Australia anymore. So look, do you it's think they might now off the back of no. this? No, no. No, it's been there. they've been there, done that. Well, they're oh, just stupid. in the last couple of years. Isn't it? That's mm. true. You get all this free marketing mm. where the, you see the, the cars every week running around a track. Oh, Dad, I'd like one of those. Could you buy me one? <laughs> I'm sorry, son you, or daughter. I can't. What you can get, though, off the back of Chevrolet is yep. the Chevy Silverado truck and also the new Corvette which is just Mickey Mouse. That thing is super cool. Now, if we want to fast forward 20 years, mm-hmm. the supercars, mm-hmm. we're watching a race, team comes into the pit stop, they just pull out a cord and they plug it straight to the side of the car. Mm. I'm all for it. Really? Mm. Good for you. You're the one. <laughs> I'm no, all no. for it. I like it. Won't happen. You've got to sit <laughs> there for six hours and wait for it to charge. <laughs> well, there's a thing called Formula E, which is sort of the electric version kind of a Formula One. I've tried to watch it the last three years. I can't. I can't get on on board. So peaceful. I can't. It really is. You can hear the birds chirping when they start. Like it's not me, but it's good for the environment. Yeah. Well, I know that the manufacturers of the world all love hybrid and all that kind of stuff. But people drive them off the track straight to the bookstore. It's with like their... Michael from Dremoyne on the text line. He says, "Guys, go and watch Finn swimming. It's the new F one of swimming. Have a look at it on YouTube. I'll never watch a traditional swim again." Michael, I watched it. It was horrific. <laughs> it's just people in a dolphin suit, wasn't it? They got massive one flipper, which is yeah. like a um, like a mermaid tail. Yeah, and you don't do a stroke; you just dive in, put your hands out, and you just kick as hard as you can. Oh, my kids used to watch these shows when mm. they were growing up. What was it, Mermaid's Tail? Is that like the T twenty of swimming? Yeah, a little bit like that. Right. Okay. Now, hey. Rooster Mongrel says the Ford Mustangs, Maddie, are way off the pace. Yeah, they have been in testing wow, okay. until today. Funnily enough, until today, but we're going to cover that off in the driver's seat coming up next. And is it have uh, has supercars designed the cars? This so it's different from the previous years, right? Different from the previous Why years. Why have they done that? Well, because the bottom line is um, those cars have basically reached their end life. And if you looked at both of the the previous Commodore and the previous Mustang, they kind of didn't really look like the current. Mustang and, and Commodore. So these ones v- look very much more like the road cars that you can buy. Still very much a race car. Um, 
there's a lot of contentious points about Gen 3. And uh, the big test is going to be next weekend at Newcastle as to whether they race well. Um, and as you know, as I said just then, we're nine or eight days before the start of the season, and we're still testing. And the and the Mustangs were only until today behind the eight ball. So it's verylastminute.com. We're all a little bit nervous because it's one mm. thing to race them; it's another thing to crash them. You're mm-hmm. gonna have to have the parts if you crash them, and we haven't got all the parts. So next week's going to be a bit of a barn burner, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in Newcastle. Do we, we? We never start in Newcastle, do we? Is this the first as well? Don't we normally have? Well, last year we had Bathurst at the start, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah. Bathurst towards the end, obviously. So the world's kind of gotten a little bit back to normal. Right, um, we haven't. We were going to go back to Newcastle uh, as the last round yep. last year, but then that all changed. Well, they were going to do it midway through the year or whenever it was, but COVID hit again, if you remember last year, so yep. it, got, it right. got canned again. We're starting off in Newcastle this year. They need to have a race, New South Wales, outside Bathurst, and then yep. we're finishing off at the Adelaide 500. So it is exactly the first time we've started in Newcastle. Yeah, and right. what a way to start. Oh, yeah. Great place to Go, great place yep. to surf, great place to enjoy life, and a Drink great place wine. to crash a race car. So. Drink wine. You go out into the, the valley and go and get yourself. Why are you looking at me like that? They wouldn't be going out to the Hunter Valley, the no. supercar. Fans? No, they wouldn't. I've got to tell you, I've, the I've raced there, mm-hmm. this street circuit. It is one of the hardest circuits. Tight? The, very. What, tighter you, than Gold Coast? Similar to Gold Coast. Yep. Um, very close walls, uphill, down dale, off camber. Great place to crash a race car. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, you've crashed at most tracks. I've done a few. Yeah. yeah, I've found a few fences <laughs> over the years. Yeah, yeah you yeah, wouldn't yeah. be popular with the with the crew, the pit crew, would you? Oh, I'm not popular anywhere. So yeah. the, whether I'm popular with unpopular with my crew or at home doesn't matter. I'm just yeah, well, let's not get into your marriage. That's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole. I, different I almost story. won a race at Newcastle in the Utes. Did you? Yeah, a few years back. There's, there is proof. It's on YouTube. So the, how are the what do the drivers think of the the whole change? Are they? I mean. Uh, they can't be negative about it because it's, it's oh, their bread and butter. But, I mean. Yeah, no, there are a couple of drivers out there that are a little bit like me, a little bit very nervous yeah. about what it's going to be like. Um, there's been okay. some vocal ones, some quiet ones. Probably the biggest one for me has been defending champion Shane Van Gisbergen. Well, there's no alternative, really, is No, there? there's no alternative. But, but Shane's been, has not been positive, hasn't been overly negative, but he's been absolutely flatline about it. He hasn't come out and said, oh, they're great to drive all of this. He's just going, let's just wait and see, mm. see what they race like. Can we? Did he also ask for a window on the driver's side door and perhaps some air conditioning this year? Has he asked no. for that? No. Why? Why would he do that? Because he's well, not too a, hot, mate. Because he's not a Nancy. Mm. 60 degrees in the car. I Anyone don't know what can... that means, and I'm not going to go there further. <laughs> Football is here. Thank you, Maddie. Look forward to the driver's Thanks, seat. Boys. You can download the podcast of that show as well. It's one of the most popular podcasts in Australia. It's incredible, this show. Uh, it's the driver's seat. If you don't, can't catch it tonight through the SEN app, you can also download the podcast. Football is here. $40 family passes available to the Isuzu Ute A-League men's. T's and C's apply. Newcastle Jets sats. Yep. They're putting pressure on Sydney FC for the all-important sixth spot in the A-League. I thought first spot would be the most important, but it seems sixth spot. Well, sixth, place, sixth spot is very important when you're looking down the barrel of not playing final. So it's very important. When you're sitting up around first or second. It's easy. You start preparing for, for final Next year. No. But when you're Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, like the Raw, who yep. uh, moved up one spot, I think, to ninth now. So they're still in the running. I I don't mind it from the A-League. I don't mind that a lot of the teams have still got an opportunity to make it. 
Well, Sydney FC Newcastle on 24 points with seven wins and eight losses. The Jets will travel across the Dutch to take on the fifth place Wellington Phoenix on Saturday. And a win will see them jump the Phoenix and Sydney into fifth. Has everyone got that? Mm-hmm. Maddie? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Love soccer. Uh, and leave the Scotch Finger Biscuits alone, mate. They're ours. Hey. And don't touch Sats's nuts. We're, you can, I'll be guaranteed of that. We're a team here at SEN. Remember, there's no I in team. No, there it's isn't too me. an idiot, but. <laughs> there's no E in banana. <laughs> As for the Sky Blues, they can't take last place Melbourne victories lightly at home to keep the Jets from jumping them. There's so much going on. Footballers here with $40 family passes available to the Isuzu Ute A-League men. T's and C's applies. Weather update for New Farm. Australian through and through. Uh, can you do the weather tonight? The weather that we're coming to from Richmond, uh, home of. Well, no, we're here. We're not in Richmond. No, that's where the weather is being hosted, but in Richmond. Is it? Okay. It's nice tomorrow. Is Clear skies. Top of 31. Actually, Griffith, I know he's from Gunnerdays, but uh, John Lurch O'Neill was born in Griffith, one of the great front rows of our of rugby league. Why did you say Richmond when it's in Griffith? Do I say Richmond? <laughs> yes. Oh, do I say Richmond? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about Ted Lasso. <laughs> Because the new series is about to come oh, out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the last one was crap. Richmond. So, now, so we're in Griffith. Nice tomorrow. Top uh, Clear skies. Top of 31 conditions. Uh, be perfect for a chilli and chocolate festival. What? Oh, How good yes. would that be? On Saturday, Griffith Showgrounds. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Have you watched the new season of Drive to Survive? Any good? Uh, I, Mrs. Mack at home has only allowed me to get to episode five. What? Why is that? What do you mean? Oh, she, she likes to eke it out. She doesn't want to I, – I was prepared to smash Drive to Survive in a weekend. Yeah. But she wants to, you know, because it goes away for another year, right? Mm. So she wants to hold on to it as long as possible. Tell you what I did love, just quick seg. Yeah, quick. We're going to do – The golf thing laugh, on yeah. Netflix, the yeah. full swing. Full loved it. Outstanding. Great outstanding. advertisement for the mm. PGA. Yeah, yeah, it was. On yeah. Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. You guys just continue the conversation in the background. Yes. <laughs> Another good one, surfing one, make or, make or break. Um, and the tennis Why one. can't dogs have MRIs? I don't know. Because cats scan. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> Get out, Matty. You play rugby league. You'd have had an MRI in your time, wouldn't you? Plenty. All right, uh, guys, going to wrap up the show. If oh. you want a podcast of it, uh, go look for it. Uh, Sports Day, New South Wales. We'll be back tomorrow night. Only one more sleep until the NRL kicks off. We'll catch you tomorrow night. See ya. Good night.